Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of K-Fabe Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, and I am joined here by the rest of the K-Fabe crew. Introducing first, he is finally home from his long stint out west. He is the king of the K-Fabe kickflip, Mr. Wex Breakin Lawson. Wex, how you living today, bud? Living pretty good, living pretty good. Like you said, glad to be back from my long extended vacation. Uh... What's today? Thursday. Uh, four days no drinking now since uh, been doing some no weekday drinking. Good for you. Good for you. So I'm That's definitely looking like... forward to that Friday beer tomorrow. But uh, I am um, definitely I'm drinking, but it's it's a little different now. I I have myself I gave myself limits. I um I'm doing tequila. Apparently, it's better for you health wise. Uh, that's what I, I mean. That's what I've been on for the past year. So that's why I feel like I haven't yeah. been as fucked up as I could have been. Yeah, true. So I do two shots of tequila and two LaCroix and like a big ass mason jar. And like, that's it. That's all you can have. Like, that's it. Usually that third shot is what really gets me going. The third. That's what one. I'm saying, though. That, I agree. That's why I was like, you know what? If I just keep it at two, I'll feel. And I, I feel. I mean, look at my face. I feel I have more color in my face. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, look good. I feel I feel my way better. Getting better. Yeah, same here. Because literally I was drinking like. Every night after work, like just drinking when I get off, and I can definitely tell the difference right here from four days. And on that cruise, that's all I did was fucking drink. So, and also we can't forget uh, the great, the one and only, the spectacular vernacular, Mr. Jesse Baker is here with us as well. Jesse, you look great. You look fantastic. Oh, yeah, I, I look awesome. <laughs> Guy decided to make the choice for me today by not letting my camera work, so that works. But hey, you can still hear, and that's what's important. But uh, yeah. Um, I actually haven't really been drinking too much of the booze either. It's been like maybe a maybe a couple of beers every couple of days kind of thing. We went mm-hmm. a little hard on New Year's Eve. Yeah, naturally, as one does. Yeah, you know? me too. That was my last night, and man, I yeah, I felt like shit the next day. <laughs> yeah, luckily we didn't have shit to do, so it worked out just yep. dandy. Nice, nice, nice indeed. Yeah, it's it's definitely a good idea to kind of quell quell that old alcohol monster. Yeah. Um, a little weekend man, warrior stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta you know, just live it up live it up big on the weekends and um and have a good time and just keep yourself in shape too. Like I'm drinking bone broth in the morning instead of um coffee now. And I'm taking bone broth like like for like some like ramen noodle bone broth? Yeah, yeah. Like actual yeah. like organic good beef as bone fuck. broth. I, it's yeah, it's good. really, really good. Yeah, it's actually super, super good for you and it's like hell I mean, I feel infinitely better. Like my you know, my muscles aren't as tight. I, my mood, like I'm just happier. Like it's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I'm definitely going to get back on a more of like an exercise routine starting next week. Cause it literally took me until maybe yesterday to get adjusted back to the Tennessee time. Cause yes, yes. it had me off as fuck. Yeah. The, the, the workout routine routine resumes on Monday. I've, I've had a some time off. So me workout too. routine resumes on Monday. Yeah. And I'm doing like the, um, I can't remember the name of that guy, but it's like an old dude. Um, <coughs> anyway, it's like all calisthenics. It's like, you know, you do different sets. Like you just start with like one set. So you're not like blowing your muscles out, but it's like 25 <laughs> pushups, 25 sit-ups, 25 squats. Um, I, I'm going to do some like that. Maybe get back on the DDP yoga, something low impact because ever since yeah. I hurt my shoulder, I can't like lift weights anymore. So I'm just going to have to switch it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Try I like, I like that, the calisthenics. Uh, <clears throat> Trying to get on that Billy Blake's Tybo kick, dude. Mm. Oh, bring it back. Hell yeah, I remember oh. having to do a Tybo routine <laughs> in fucking oh. high school. That's That sounds awesome. You'll, uh, yeah, I'll let you know when I do it, which will be never. Oh, come on, man. That's some good content right there. Uh, yeah. a, I think that that's your, like, YouTube calling probably, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, man, but it's been a wild world. Like, to be completely honest with you guys, again, like, I have play, paid attention to headlines. I'm, you know, I'm looking at highlights, but I have not watched a wrestling show in a long time like it's been a long time guys so i haven't either actually wex catch me up man what's been going on in aew i know you're devout oh yeah i watched it last night i actually watched it on one of my flights because they have the new set how's the new set the new set looks pretty fucking cool and last night's episode was a pretty solid episode i know the ratings apparently were a little bit lower than the like week before or whatever but i thought it was a really good show chris jericho versus ricky starks fucking great match Great oh, match, and yeah, that does, I thought, and we, I really thought Chris Jericho. They had me thinking Jericho was gonna win, even though I knew he wasn't. But still, yeah. it was great. Uh, main event, the TNT Championship, Darby Allen versus Samoa Joe. That was fucking fantastic. Darby yeah. won the title in his hometown. I saw yeah, some clips really. from that. It looked pretty badass. Yeah. yeah, it was great. 
And they worked uh-huh. me. He like did this dive off the ladder at the beginning and like tweaked his knee kayfabe. And like I did the way he, I was like, oh, man, I think he really fucked up his knee. But they sold it really well. That's always good, man. When you can really pull off the swindle, that, that's good stuff. That's yeah. the good stuff. And then the whole uh, MJF, uh, Brian Danielson stuff was good. Basically, yeah. they essentially set up what's going to happen at uh, the next pay-per-view revolution. Yes. If, Brian, if Danielson wins a certain amount of matches, then uh, MJF will agree to the title shot. You know, MJF's classic, do a bunch of shit to get a title shot. But yeah. Brian said, I'll do that, but you have to agree to my stipulation, an Iron Man match. Ooh. So it's going to be Danielson versus MJF Iron Man match. That's going to it's going to be great. That's going to be really good. That's going to be really good. Yeah, I'm very excited about that, man. Uh, MJF is so underrated in the ring. I mean, if you're going to have an Iron Man match with somebody, Danielson's the guy. I mean, has to be okay. right because his whole thing is like, you're not a real wrestler. I'm going to expose you. I love to see it. I love to yeah, see it. I'm, me too. I'm excited about it. So when when is that pay per view? Do you know? Is that like next month or? Should be like tail end of February usually, something like that. Like mid yeah. to late February is normally when they do it. Got it. Got it. Well, I heard they've already spoiled. Like, okay, listen. This is my this is my little rant. How do you already ruin the Cody Rhodes return? They spoiled right. it. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's coming back. They're starting to like push bumpers, and I'm like, why? Why would you do that? Like, just put him in the Royal Rumble. It's so close, guys. Like, it's so close. Like, just put him in the Royal Why? Why would you take that away? And everyone so loves dumb. a surprise return. Like, I mean, look, maybe there's a whole different strategy behind it. What if Cody doesn't go into the Rumble? What if his return on TV leads to a completely different match? And then he's not in the Rumble at all and somehow still makes his way to Mania. Ooh, what if this is a way to get one of the belts off of Roman? Could that be. would be great. That's actually smart. Okay, you're right. You know what? I should let it play out. Good call, Jesse. Because I, I couldn't see the other side of the coin. I was like, why would – because, I mean, okay, I, I guess it's fair to say that we were, we're all kind of expecting Cody Rhodes to return at the Royal Rumble. So I get that, like, doing something different is something different, and if it's good creative, then that's awesome, and that's always better than what is expected. Or is it? You know what I mean? Like, so it's like this. This could be a great idea. He could even win the title. But it's like, would it have been better? Would it? it would it actually have been better if he had just shown up at the Rumble? I you mean, know what I mean, like that moment they, specifically. They've spoiled, they've spoiled a couple of bigger returns before, pretty much. Like, you know, Triple H and Edge, both pretty much everybody knew. John Cena, I think everybody knew. You know, when they were all coming back from injury and stuff. Um, I do think, obviously, the pop for the surprise is one thing. I, I obviously get off on that, but you also have to look at the landscape of WWE on television right now. What all of the fucking shambles of the company, especially now, which we'll get into in a minute, but like right now they don't want to piss off their networks. Their rights deals yeah. come up in 2024. They have mm-hmm. to renegotiate. So it's one of those summer of 2024 where, though. So they really have like a year and a half. They got, they got more time than people are trying to give them credit for. They do. But at the same time, it's like, they want those buy rates up on Peacock. They want to be able to advertise a guy like Cody for fucking raw. They want mm-hmm. USA network to be pleased. Cause NXT up like this week is the first week that their ratings have gone up in a really long time. Yeah. So, I mean, I think their strategy there in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, but the thing is too, is that like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the that st- still that idea of, of I know it's supporting the ratings and they have to because their t- TV deals coming up. I understand all that, but I still feel like it's you're you're taking as the mark in me is like, well, I get the business behind it, but I don't like it. You know what I mean? Like I I would rather see just the surprise at at, at Rumble. You know, the thing is, is like. Also, from their perspective, the amount of people that tune into Rumble, the amount of people that see the ads or that sub to Peacock for it or any of the following, is it going to be negatively affected regardless of what they do with Cody Rhodes? I don't think so. I think either way, like at the worst case scenario, they may get some more casual viewers that tune in just because they know he's coming back. So who – so OK. OK. So before we get into like real shit and like the company and the big headlines, right? Let's do some little, just some fantasy book, and let's just go ahead and bunny trail right here then. So since we're not going to get this Cody Rhodes, quote-unquote, surprise, mainstream surprise return, um, who's, like, of like there's always at least two, if not three, surprise entrants. Who do you guys, I mean, who would that be, do you guys think? I, I hate to say I think they're going to pull Booker T. That's okay. That's a good one. Yeah. And I'm not fine with that. I, I, I'd like to see that. 
I would say maybe somebody like a Ricky Steamboat since he's done his little like return tour thing. Maybe a great Muda. He already said no. Steve Muda already said no. Steve Muda said no, but man, Muda down there. Muda's is, on his like little retirement tour, and that'd be a good not, surprise like, entrant. It'd be a good. It'd be a good one. It'd be a good one. God, I'm trying to think of guys that are like even available right now. Here's the other thing that we're not thinking about. They just let Carl Anderson to New Japan. Nobody really knows what's up with Banks' deal. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's some stuff we don't know involving WWE behind the scenes on that, too. I really wouldn't. But I'm kind of wondering if maybe their favor of sending Carl back for the Wrestle Kingdom show, that we may just see a completely unexpected New Japan person. Mm-hmm. Like an Okada or something like that? Maybe. I mean, Okada <laughs> seems to be the best fit for the E, but like I could see Jay White working out really well. I could Tanahashi? See- Tanahashi be cool. Yeah. I, I could never see – I don't see Okada doing it, but maybe I mean, somebody like a Tanahashi. I think that there's – I genuinely think that there's more – there would be – it would make more business sense to have an Okada than it would be to have a great Muda because the nostalgia there for – you know, Bruce talks about it all the time. Like WWE fans aren't all universal wrestling fans. Like they watch WWE. Like yeah. they might be devout and know it, but like – there are and and I would say that the majority of that of that is true. Like not for people like us who nitpick and talk on a podcast, but I'd say the ma- majority of people that is true. So it's like Muda. I don't know. I think I think there'd be more. I genuinely think there'd be more value in Okada because I feel like you could do more with it, and, and Muda would be like a one-off thing. I don't know. But you could yeah, be totally Okada right. and Kenny Omega actually just tag team together in New Japan, like for their New Year's Dash show. Yeah. And speaking of that, the whole Sasha Banks thing. If she was still good with WWE, she would have still been Sasha Banks. I don't think she would have had a whole new name, a whole new persona. Yeah, that's bad branding. I don't know, man. I kind of wondering if it's not. I, I, it just seems to me like one of those things that is possible, and I don't know if they would make it so obvious. You know what I mean? Because if she came out with Sasha Banks, everybody would fucking know. Like yeah, Carl Anderson is. I'd be the first person to be like, if she's using the name, she's still with the E. Like, there's I no can't. way around it. I mean, everybody else has. I mean, like. Chris Jericho, I mean, at one, when he was still in good graces with WWE and made appearances after his first Wrestle Kingdom appearance, he was still just yeah. But Chris Jericho is grandfathered in. He was like, yeah, a, you know what I mean? Like he, he he had a trademark on his name from the beginning, like from the '90s, like before he was ever in the. It's so a, he, like the same as AJ. He talked Styles. about this before on his podcast, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it'd be the same as AJ Styles or the same like even with Carl Anderson. It's like they don't own the fucking trademark, Carl Anderson. Hulk, Hulk Hogan. That's a prime example. Yeah. So, so Hulk Hogan. Hulk I don't Hogan. know who the fuck let her dye her hair like that, by the way. Yeah, it does. It straight up looks like a kid's menu. Like they give you the three colors and like the little like packet. You know what I mean? Like the three crate, like the red, yellow and blue. And like it's like the kid just doesn't color inside the lines. And like Are you talking about what? Mercedes Monet's hair. Yes, oh, yeah. that was a that wasn't her hair. That was a fucking wig. Of course it was. Either. Uh, fucking, uh, the, yeah, that's not the point. Yes. The hair she was choosing to wear. Yeah, because it looked it looked weird, you know. You had to be you had to do something something that stands out. I get it. It looked like if you found an old decrepit birth certificate in your attic. Yeah, it was just rotted through in the middle. It's like, funny, I actually have a really old fucked up birth certificate right here. <laughs> we had to take it on the cruise, so there you go. I, I understand, but hey, I I my opinion is that she's gonna be with like Probably New Japan, maybe. I don't see her signing with AEW, but I can see her doing like a one off or like a single shot or something like that. Oh, she's not signing long-term anywhere, man. Yeah, I don't think so. Why would she be like a Hollyweird, dude? Yeah. She's going Hollywood for sure. Which makes sense. Fuck, she's already in Mandalorian and doing runway model shows and shit. Why not? Yeah, I mean, uh, speaking of, you see that uh, Rian Johnson said that Batista was the best wrestler turned actor, and I think like The Rock and some other people got salty. But Batista does have the biggest range of roles. The Rock just plays the same guy in every fucking movie. Yeah, The Rock's just The Rock. Like, yeah, he's yeah. The Rock. Yeah, he's just The Rock in all of his movies. Batista at least ha- like has done Peacemaker. All you know, he he's ha- he has a little range. Peacemaker. Oh, yeah. P- oh, John. C- I think John Cena's a better. John Cena's better than Dave Batista. I'm going to say that right here on this podcast. John well, Cena is better. Than, better I say he's a better than actor Dave than Batista. The Rock because The Rock just d- plays the same character. See, I don't think that that's fair. Just because. Okay, so like. That just, I mean, that's, uh, but a lot of people do that. Like, I don't even, I don't know that I'm not an actual actor, so I don't know the term, but it's like, I know that method acting is like. It's called a character actor. Yes. A character actor where you pretty much, yeah. But that doesn't, but that's not always a negative thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Harrison Ford is kind of a character actor, but yeah, he's Steve a fucking Bashimi's great kind of actor. Character actor. Robert De Niro is kind of a character actor, but he's a great actor. You know what I I'm mean, saying? Like Andy McBride plays the same role in everything, and he's fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, or Seth Rogen, whoever. Like, we can go comedy all day, but but like Arnold, uh, Sylvester, which which is what I mean. None of those guys aren't great actors. No, Arnold. It's, yeah, dude, Arnold is just the same character in every movie. Because what I'm saying is, I think that. The Rock is – I think The Rock is better than Arnold. I think The Rock is better than Sylvester Stallone. I okay. think that he's better – Let me say this. I don't know if he's better than Dave Bautista though, honestly. I don't know if he is. Let me say this about The Rock. All those other people you mentioned, they have legendary movies that we'll always remember forever. How many legendary movies of The Rocks you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that one. That one's fucking good. Besides Moana, he contributed Moana, but besides that. Can you really oh, think mean, of a rock a movie that you're just like, oh, that's an all-time classic action movie, and I'll watch that anytime? I think for different. I think that we're old too, but like, so when we think of Jumanji, like uh, immediately nothing will ever beat the Robin Williams version ever. But those movies are pretty good, like as far as like family sitcom, like they're iconic. I shouldn't say good; they're like iconic, like and not because of the Rock. They're funny because of the other people. I think. Well, to be honest, I don't know. Central intelligence is, is foil, but the other people in the movie make make it good. But I don't know. I think, I, think I think about the rock that. is not bad. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't the think rock doesn't have a Terminator, a, a, a Rocky. No, like, uh, he doesn't he, have a he movie. He definitely like that. wanted Black Adam to be his Terminator franchise. That's what he wanted so bad. Too yeah, but, uh, bad, because it was terrible. Okay, it's on HBO Max, and I still good. haven't watched it because it's like three hours long, and I gotta like I gotta have time to sit good. down and watch this shit. It wasn't it's, very it's, good. Yeah, I was I was disappointed in myself that I took the time after about the first hour. It was. Hey, the new Avatar is three hours, and that's pretty good. It's damn good. I don't care what any of the critics say. I saw it in the theater, and it was phenomenal. Yeah. I, I loved it. I, I literally watched the first it. one for the first time on the cruise ship, and I was like, oh, shit. The new ones, let's go see the uh, – it was fucking good. It was a good movie. Perfect. And you got to do that too, by the way. It's like if you haven't seen Avatar in a very long time and then you go see it, you might be out, to be honest with you. But go back and watch Avatar 1 first, like within a couple days. And then oh, go yeah, that's the pretty movie, much what I did. And you'll absolutely fall in love. It was great. I never saw either one of them. You should. They're good. I know you have Disney Plus. Everybody does. It's true. <laughs> I never watched the first one because like everyone hyped it up super hard. And they were just like, oh, it's so good. And when people overhype shit, I, I can't enjoy. I'm just like, nah, I'm not going to watch it. Out of all the movies on Disney Plus, Avatar is one of them. <laughs> hey, when the, when the Dark Knight came out, I didn't watch it when it was in theaters or anything. I watched it like a year oh, later. Did, everyone dude. was like, it's I was so good. And I dude, was like, when that hi- yeah, I was on it. Honestly, like that was one of the hype train. Pe- I was on that train. I was like, Oh, this movie's so good. Like I was, I was I mean, told, it, it told really everyone. It's a great movie. And I, when I finally saw it, but I was like, y'all are hyping it up too much for me. I'm going to get disappointed if it's not as, you know, good as you're saying. It I is. mean, honestly, dude, it, it's, it is undeniably the best DC movie of all time, of all time. Um, it's, it's it's definitely it's top five best superhero movie of all time. Best bat. I'm probably the best Batman movie for sure. It's the best Batman movie of all time. Even the though it's really good, I, the new one was really good. But it's, I put I put Returns up there. I'm just, but again, that might be just a generational thing. But oh, for sure, hey. no. Keaton's my favorite Batman, no doubt. Like Keaton is Batman to me. Y'all might I, mean, think I would say I'm Batman dumb, one. Like my to me, it's like Dark Knight is Batman and Robin. I love that one because it came out when I was a kid. And it's fucking cheesy. It's like speaking of fucking Arnold, bro. It's like it's it's like I feel like it's like the Adam West Batman, but just like with a higher budget. Like it's just cheesy as fuck and great. I feel like I can't side with him anymore. I feel like I can't (laughs) side with you anymore on opinions. No, I didn't say it's the best. I know it's cheesy and bad, but I'm saying personally, I just love that movie because as a kid, it's just one of those ones like Space Jam or Power Rangers. The movie there's subjective Batman forever movies, and I would have been like, okay, I, I I get it, not great, but Jim Carrey's awesome in it. Not a great movie, but Jim Carrey is incredible. And we get Robin for the first time. Yeah. It's, that's cool. But, nah, dude. Clooney, the Clune? The Clune? No, the Clune I mean, cannot be I Batman. Mean, like I said, it's a I like George. I like George. Bad George movie. I feel like we're buddies. In my head, we're buddies. So, <laughs> I, I mean, mean the, Bane, the Bane thing alone would have oh, made it unwatchable. You know what I mean? The hot air balloon Bane? Yeah. God. <laughs> dude, my favorite part of that movie is just all of the bad ice puns from Mr. Freeze. That's just... It's so fucking hilarious. Chill. Chill. It starts out with him playing hockey with a fucking diamond. Yeah, I remember that. Dude, I had the toy of the little fucking hockey. Like, I love that movie as a fucking kid. But like I said, just like Power Rangers the movie, it's fucking horrible, but I loved it. And Space Jam. that Like, Space Jam's a really bad movie, but it's great. Yeah, I mean, anyway. 
I don't know if Batista is a better actor <laughs> than The Rock. What, what a bunny trail. So. Or even Hulk Hogan, to be honest with you, man. I mean, who knows, man? I mean, No Holds Barred is just a cinematic gem. Hey, Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain, one of my favorite movies also as a kid, which is also a bad movie, but it's great. But Three Ninjas, just the Three Ninjas? Oh, yeah. Phenomenal one and two, movie. One yeah, and phenomenal two, man. movie. Like, no one will argue with me on that. Like, it's okay. a great movie. To this day, I can watch it as a grown-up and be entertained as a grown-up. It's a good movie. Just like the first First live-action Ninja Turtles. The first one is oh, fucking great. That is a classic, and anyone that disparages it, I will not have it. I will no. not have it. It's a fantastic, fantastic movie. Two and three, not as good, but it's the, the best first Ninja one Turtles movie ever made, for sure. Two, three was not bad though. The, three was not bad. It was just one. different and weird. Two, like two, sucked because they took out all the violence and you just got Vanilla Ice and Kevin yeah. Nash. That's about it. As a child, I loved the second movie. But oh yeah, go, like, Ninja, grew, grew go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Yeah. Oh, it was good stuff with Vanilla Ice and the. I wanted Kevin the whole, Nash like, is in it, so that's how it's related to wrestling. Yeah, yeah. it sure. Oh, it was good. Hey guys, we're we're staying. We're keeping it meta. I love this. Super we're, Shredder. We're, we're staying on point. Okay. Hey, um, you know, we'll talk yeah. about acting realm enough, though. Speaking of better than The Rock, I'm gonna go fucking Roddy Piper. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they live. Well, Roddy Piper great. was a good actor. Like yeah. he was an actual like. He could do other multiple things. See, I think Batista might have it in him too. Okay. I mean, he's I done different. Like have you, have you I don't know why. Like shit, I've seen him do some serious roles. So, see, in my mind, me and Dave are just not buddies. Like, we're just not. It's is it not, the belly button tattoo? Is, is that what did it for you? It's you know what? It, I, I, it's not just that, but it definitely contributes. <laughs> it's gotta be. Okay. It definitely yeah. contributes. Um, and also like just the pencil thin like little flavor saver down into the goatee that he had for a long time. Oh yeah, not a fan. Felt yeah, real he should, honestly, he should have he, he should have kept the fucking Leviathan gimmick where he like was fucking looked all badass and evil. Yeah, that was the better. Demon of the deep. Yeah, yeah, demon of the deep. Demon of the deep. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. But I I would love to see Sasha Banks like or what is it Mercedes Monet now? Yeah, Mercedes Monet. Ooh, I like that. It's better. What did she just go by? Like a uh, what's her actual last name? Vernado. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's what she just goes by. Like. But she doesn't. She doesn't use this in like movies too, right? Because no, people no. Do that. Mercedes Monet is strictly a wrestling name. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah, works. I mean, yeah. I wish she could have just been Banks. I feel like that would have been baller. But oh, like, yeah, that would have been cool. Like or Sasha Banks Monet. So Sasha like, Just Monet. drop Sasha. Like, just be Banks and just like live up the money gimmick. That would have been so good. But whatever. Missed opportunity, boys. All right, let's talk about the meat and potatoes, man. Let's talk about the craziness that's happening with the senile old. I feel like we're literally watching like a Attitude Era storyline happen like in the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> <laughs> the it's way it's like, playing out, dude. Yeah, it is. It's straight up like he's just so angry that he's not there that he's like, I'm going to kill my – like. I'm just going to sell it off. I'm going to fuck these people. I'm out. Like, I'm going to find my way in. He, by the way, this is all, like, projecting. Like, there's no way the board and, like, the SEC is going to allow that to happen. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, he's not going to get in. Like, there's no way. There's just no way it's going to happen. So uh, so okay. for everybody that hasn't really read the article yet, so the Wall Street Journal pretty much said that he wants to vote himself and the two people that he fired when he brought in Nick Khan. Michelle, whatever, and the other George dude, Barrios the two, and Michelle, something. yeah, yeah. But the two dudes that he literally, the two people they fired over the whole WWE network dispute and brought in Nick Khan, he's voting to bring them back. And if the board doesn't vote to bring them back, basically he won't let them sell or do any negotiations. And they got their TV deal coming up, like we said earlier, uh, what in about a year and a half. And he wants to come in, do a review, and sell the company, but. He's basically holding them hostage, saying, like, I won't approve any deals, negotiations, sales, or anything unless I'm back in power. And nobody well, wants him back. The majority stock B shareholder, if I'm not mistaken. So there yes, is some truth to him being able to hold out. Yes, I mean, he yeah. literally, he's still the majority share. He's still the majority shareholder. Yeah, and then, and the and then it'll go to, into litigation, and eventually he'll die. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. That's what's going to happen. It's not going to settle. He's going to go down fighting, but he's going to go down. Like, 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 that's just such disappointing news to hear. Really him coming matters back when even WWE in the court of law. Been like, on the up lately since he left, and now it's just like, fuck, old man, are you really trying to do this? 
You can't live without it, dude. I mean, part of me is like, I, dude, you were ousted from your entire life's work. Maybe you shouldn't have been such a prick and done such shitty things. That's a fair assessment. But yeah. like, I don't know how you can possibly, like, I don't, we, we all said it. I was like, what does he do? Does he go fishing? Does he, does he travel? Like, no, like what, what else? Like he has got to be losing his mind. Like he's he probably got still to goes to the gym at 4 a.m. every day. And he does not care about his reputation at this point, clearly. So it's like, I will watch the world burn to get my one thing back. And I think he has, I think he would literally watch the country burn if yeah. it meant he could get WWE back. Like he's like Jeff Jarretting his own company. He's like holding them up for fucking like just to get his way. And it's just one of those things that it's not about the money too. Cause they've offered, they, they've offered to buy him out and he's like, no, no, I want to sell the company. I want, I don't want you people to have it. That's it's, okay, it's, it's, was, it's like, petty kids, is what it is. All those kids are already making money off of it. Doesn't fucking matter to him. You know what I mean? Like that'd be the only reason for him to even want to like, right. The reason why he wants to sell is because he is pissed about this whole thing. He, he's like, mad that he's not there, and he wants to weasel his way back in, make a whole bunch of money, and then probably, of course, I really don't think he that. gives he's a just shit like, about the money, guys. Like, I don't either. I think when it so comes old, down to it, like, yeah, I don't think the money matters at all. I think what it really comes down to is like what happens with the company, what happens with the TV rights, and eventually, if it does have to sell without his supervision, my theory is that he really wants to be in control of who is buying it like who's negotiating it how it does go on because here's the thing if they sell it it is going to go on it's not going to get absorbed into something else if it does if it sells to a disney or an amazon like everybody has been theorizing for so fucking long it's still going to be called world wrestling entertainment yeah you know this isn't like a wcw thing and it never will be so i think product's too valuable yeah and i think there's a big part of that too where he's like wants to be in the direction the director's share of who takes it over and like I don't think that he trusts Hunter, frankly. You know what I mean? Like, not. Hell, in no, he doesn't. He would. He he wouldn't let him take over. Like, he was he was supposed to be the guy, and then he was like, "No, fuck you, Nick Khan's." The I mean, guy. Let, let's let's not forget that when like Triple H got sick, Vince McMahon did everything in his power to undo every single thing Triple H has done. Exactly. Yeah. So like, he didn't get yeah. better until that started to get reversed. Dude, the documentaries that we're gonna get on this from WWE films or whatever in like 10 years when Vince is dead is going to be so juicy. So oh, yeah. juicy. I haven't liked really what they've been putting out lately, but I think a lot of other people have enough ammunition to do something good. Like that Ric Flair doc was not great either. It was bad. Yeah. It was so bad. Just, I, mean, I, was watching, I, just, I watched it. I just keep seeing clips of him talking about how much he drinks. That's about yeah. it. I mean, there's no new information really. And then like, there's a bunch of stuff in there. That's like, really like we all kind of know it's not true. It's and, didn't they, they ESPN just did one on him in like 2019 or 2020. Yeah, yeah. I think it was 2018, but yeah, they did a 30 for 30. It's like, this. No, it was like a, but it was a, it was like a 30 for 30 presents. It was like a yeah. full documentary. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, they literally it's, it's recycled shit. It's just the same. It's like, why would you, and so close together, like, and I thought for sure, like, because they had a lot of the the uh, ad-free folks in there. I was like, oh, Conrad's going to be in here. They're going to talk a little bit about his last match. Maybe WWE will get some shine for that. And it's just like it literally goes like bad, 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 bad. And then we're going to wrap it up with like a, oh, you know, he's still Ric Flair, blah, blah, blah. And with this montage of like, well, we all still love him, even though all this terrible – it's like all – it was so poor – like as this documentary, it was so poorly storyboarded. Like it just – it's literally like – Oh, he did a bunch of weird – like he did a bunch of weird party things. He got really famous. Life got really shitty. His kid died. He's really sad. He drinks all the time. He has health problems. We all love Ric Flair. And it was like, what? What? Like, I mean it focused on the retirement in WWE and then like glanced at anything else that he did after that. They like, didn't mention his match in TNA against Ric Flair where they were just bloody as fuck within five minutes? None. None of those things. None. none of those and things. like – the fact of the matter is, apparently, so Conrad was interviewed for it. Apparently, a lot of other people were too, and it just didn't make the cutting room floor. And it was like yeah. left hand not talking to the right. And there was all that controversy over what Eric Bischoff supposedly said that Ric Flair saw. And it's not even in the documentary. It didn't even make the actual fucking thing. And it was all over social media and shit. So it's like clearly nobody was steering the ship on this. I have a feeling that it had something to do with all that fucking debacle bullshit over the man. And somebody seeing, hey, how can we monetize the situation with Ric Flair and settle this all at the same time because Charlotte's coming back. And so we're going to do a documentary and kind of try and like 
do some and sort they of don't even touch the plane ride. They don't even yeah. touch it. Well, fuck it. Of course not. Like, I feel like that's how you redeem yourself. Yeah, but, I think uh, it was just like to make Ric Flair happy. Like, all right, we'll put out we'll put out this little documentary. Yeah, it sucked. It yeah, sucked. it was really not good. Did y'all also hear that uh, Laurinaitis was scheduled to make a WrestleCon appearance? For yes, the first time I did. Over WWE and the backlash was so bad that they fucking pulled his ass off of it. Oh Wait, who? What? what? John Laurinaitis. Oh. He was supposed to be at WrestleCon during WrestleMania weekend, and they the ba- the backlash from the fans that were supposed to be attending was so fucking negative that they pulled him off of it. Yeah. I think blackball that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, who? Fuck no one dude. wants him here. Like, no one. Everyone hates Johnny Ace. He cannot sit with us, man. He's out. He's out of the group. He's out. He's out of the group. End of discussion. I just think it goes hand in hand with like, like you said, Daniel, the court of public opinion, which can't be denied. I mean, like, no, it it really does matter. And that's the thing. Too. That's why I honestly think that like the whole Vince McMahon thing. It's like, I'm sure in legalese he has. Every right, and I think that he's he all of it looks right, but public perception really does matter. And believe it or not, I think that literally, if it it could go down to a Supreme Court level, but at this point, WWE itself is almost Americana, like it's almost it's got like that hold on society and like culture that it's like a part of American culture. Like even though pro wrestling has been happening forever, like. WWF WWE is like the benchmark of this product. It's the modern day Barnum and Bailey's. It's the, it's a living circus with humans instead of animals. That's what it is. And so it's like, I don't, there's no way he wins a lawsuit. Even if he's completely right legally to the letter, I still, there's no way there's no way he wins. They'll just put it in litigation. They'll delay it. They'll delay it. They'll delay it. We'll get blurbs. Like we'll get headlines. We'll have shit to talk about. And then, like, nothing will ever happen. And all of a sudden, it'll be Vince McMahon died today at TMZ. He was 98 years old or whatever, you know? Like, still fucking bench pressing 285 every day. Like, that's what's going to happen. Like, yep. That's how, I mean, that's just kind of the inevitable end of it. It's just one of those deals where it's like, if you're a shareholder currently, and especially if you have like a lot of shares, you got to be kind of livid. Just at the oh. entire, you know what I mean? Like at the entire idea of the whole fucking thing, and especially now that he came out saying that he just got bad advice about not coming back or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. Too early. It's like, what a moronic fucking thing to say. But then again, we're looking at the same guy who, to be what honest, a bad look. Yeah, like Vince has never been great on TV that wasn't WWE TV. Never. Oh yeah, Vince has always been a look at my dead guy though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's never, net Like he's always. He's always just controversy first. Like it, not even, he's always confrontation first. Yeah. Like he wants to fight all the time. I think all I the time. Your tone, lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that. It's fucking so just silly to me. But you know, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, and this is another thing that you see going around on the internet a whole bunch. And it is true. Like there is only one Vince McMahon and like that can mean a whole lot of things. And I'm not saying it's all positive, but no one else comes close in terms of accomplishments in the business. And like, Oh no, entire he, idea I mean, of, he is the businessman. He is the business idea of any of what we're talking about existing does revolve around basically what he did. I mean, that, that's just the truth. And I, as much as I don't like that, it's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah. Yep. Just like a uh, old piece of shit, Terry Balea. He's, if it wasn't for him, it wouldn't even wrestling wouldn't be at the level it is today. So this yeah. is another funny thing about it because we talk about the Ric Flair doc where basically he just talks about how many times he should have died and like all this other stuff. You talk about Hogan, who everybody kind of knows the scuttlebutt, the controversies that have occurred over time. Now you got this whole thing with Vince. And it's like, how many more of the most legendary top, like crazy next level stars of this stupid thing that we all love so much can just be in that super fucked up hot seat before like, it gets buried again cyclically yeah. and it's just hard to find wrestling anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I, I just, I, again, like, because I think it's because of like, no matter what WWE will always be in the public lexicon, it might get smaller, but it's, it'll be like pro baseball. I mean, pro baseball was massive in the nineties. Now it's like, Oh yeah. Baseball's still a thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But then you look at it, and there's still thousands of people at every game, and you're like, "What?" Yeah, and they like, still make know more anybody money to watch than baseball, like any like, fucking sport ever. Right, like like that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, 
So I, I don't think it ever goes away. Like, and people talk about like, oh, it's going to, you know, the business has only been around for a hundred years or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's, it, dude, it's so ingrained in the lexicon. And you want to know why is because people like violence, but they love controlled violence. They love controlled violence. Like, that's why I think MMA, like, I think MMA is crash. It will crash and burn at some point. Someone's going to die and it will end. It will end. Yeah. Like, that's what's going to happen. And like, after that. Pro wrestling is going to boom, boom. Like, but think about it. MMA really did crash because it got like it was super big in like the mid 2000s. And it's not even fucking close to what it used to be. That's like, not accurate at all. It's bigger now yeah. than it's ever been. Ever. Really? It's like yes. their pay-per-view prices up again to like 80 bucks a show. Yeah. No, no. They're, dude, they're, they're like, making they're making they more really money. They make more up with that shit. The UFC right now makes more money than the WWE does. Hands down. I didn't think people really watch UFC like that anymore. Tons and tons of people did. Tons. Gotcha. I just don't know any stars Tons anymore. Tons of normies watch like, MMA. Tons of normies watch MMA. That's crazy. I just really didn't think it was still popping like that. Like, I've, I've, I'll see stuff every once in a while, but it's like, maybe there's not, like, any huge mainstream stars anymore, because besides, it's like, almost like a perfect, I feel like MMA is kind of, like, the perfect example of, like, what Jim Cornette and Jim Ross and, like, these old school guys say, where there's, like, they're great in the ring, but, like, they're not they don't have it like they get like it's like it's literally like MMA to me is like nothing but Dean Malenko's and Zack Sabre Jr.'s. And you're like, oh, that's great. I love that. But there's no stories like and uh, when they get promos, it's dog shit bad. Yeah, like, they're you'd not stop like watching. <laughs> right. Like you'd stop watching like in ring talent are not the ones that are selling the fights. It's the brand and the product yeah. that are selling the fights. It's like the but live should experience, be. but they should be. The oh, fighters should be selling the fights, too. It should be both. Should. Like every now and then you'll get a guy that just like to me Conor McGregor is bigger than any wrestler alive today. Like he's more more he's Conor McGregor is more well known than Roman Reigns or John Cena even I would say at this point. John not, not John Cena. I don't know. Well, I forgot about like the actor a, part of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's been in movies and all of that. Stuff. I would say he's like Roman Reigns is the, who else is that? Do you could you think of a wrestler that is more famous than Conor McGregor that's a, just a wrestler? A modern pro wrestler? No. Any like wrestler. old school guys? Yes, but not any like modern guys. I think Conor McGregor today is probably more famous worldwide, not just in the wrestling world, but worldwide than Stone Cold Steve Austin. Nah, Stone Cold. There's no way. I, I think Conor Everybody McGregor worldwide is more is more famous. Even random fucking young kids who shouldn't know who Stone Cold is know who Stone Cold is. Yeah, but we are also in a little bit of a bubble. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we, we are, are also nope. marked. Now, I'm saying like in the Normie world, in the NPC world. Conor McGregor is way, way, way more – I would say way more famous, way more famous. You also have to look – I mean like why do you think in my opinion – and I mean I know that they've had like in-ring success too. Why do you think the Paul brothers are so fucking well-known? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like it's just – it's literally just the advent of like social media clips, talking shit, and them trying to sell their fights and being outlandish to do so. Both Jake and Logan Paul are more famous than Roman Reigns for sure. Yeah. Which is crazy because it's insane. It's insane. But it's also like it's also kind of great. It's crazy. Like, a lot of these YouTube guys are more famous because everybody has access to YouTube and not everybody has fucking cable. Also, not everybody has the attention span for fucking three hours on a Monday night, and two hours on a Friday night, another two hours on a Tuesday night yeah, versus a 10 to 15 minute video, you know. But right. this is OK. This is also why I don't think it goes away ever. Right? Pro wrestling it, because of like you get a guy like Logan Paul that comes in and he's kind of fucking good. Like and then you're like. But he's not – it's not like he's doing his YouTube or his podcast shtick. Like he's pro wrestling. You know what I mean? Like so to me it's like that – if you can – even if even if someday it becomes like almost like the surreal life where it's just B-list celebrities popping in with like a handful of regular wrestlers like – but it's just so mainstream. Like the Kim Kardashian's like walking somebody down the aisle. You know what I mean? Like that's – like that's – if that happens, like it will never – it will never go away as as a art form. And I think the brand of WWE is Coca-Cola of that at this point. Like it's just not ever yeah, going so, away. Yeah, I mean I never meant to say that I thought it was going to go away. I just think that like we've seen the business cyclically go through periods of time where it was nowhere on the same amount of radar in the sense of like ratings, top talents, even being able to pay for celebrity guests and things like that. If you look at the early 90s, it's probably the first prime example of that after Vince's takeover. Then if you look at like the ruthless aggression era and stuff, there are some pretty heavy fucking lull periods during that. Oh, where, for sure. You know, every, like I think a lot of people fucking stopped watching and it dropped down to a point where it's like 
you know, I'm not saying the future of the company was in jeopardy, but it does become a different thing to where there's not as many newsworthy bits. There's not as much stuff for people to talk about. And there aren't like big arena shows with celebrities in Saudi fucking Arabia. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the kind of shit I wonder about. Yeah. But see, to me, it's like, I actually think that we're in a, I actually think that pro wrestling itself is in a, is in a lull. Like, I don't, I don't, th- I think that we're in, in like the social lexicon. Like, I think we're down now. I think that again, cause the UFC is more popular now. I think it, I think that's what I mean. Like, I think that that's what it's going to take. And I think it's going to be sooner than later. Actually. I think that like, I think that in, it, I, I'm going to go ahead and make a bold statement within the next five years, someone in MMA on a high level, maybe not necessarily UFC, but on a high level is going to die. And if that happens, MMA will take a nosedive. It will. I can see it. I, can I don't have, want hey. it to happen. I'm not trying to wish that on anyone. And, and just like you were saying, regardless if like it's just as popular as mainstream, you know, like you said, the art form will never die. You're going to have fucking you know, your Centerville, Tennessee local wrestling every week, regardless, yes. no matter what, all throughout the country like that. The South just will because, keep it alive, baby. We'll keep it burning. Because in those little small towns, like that, that's what you do on a Friday. Like that's well, what honest, there is to do. I prefer and, going to those shows than most other live wrestling shows anyway. Like most of the, the time, small yeah. stuff. You know, I mean, I like a lot. Of, I mean, I like the more rad indies for sure. Like your new South and Sups and things like that. SCI, all that fun shit. But like, even those little like in the sticks shows to me are much more fun just because of the involvement. Yeah. Oh yeah, the fans get so into it. That's just, it's like a it's like Stadium Inn was. The yeah. Stadium yeah. Inn fans were fucking. Those old ladies were Rapid. so into it rabid loved it and i like, love they, they would they'd be in the wrestler's face with middle fingers like inches away from their face going like fuck you motherfucker <laughs> bro i wrestled at a, like the livestock auction building in columbia tennessee in the early 2000s so i can tell you about the wow. the, the vault like we they, it's real and and uh, like those people they were like we don't watch that fake shit wwf we come down here and we see real wrestling in the south like, yeah. I felt like Hundred percent. Okay, I'm 120 yeah. pounds and I'm getting like choke slam by a dude with a fucking blonde mullet, and it's 2004. But sure, this is yeah. the real stuff, you know? Like what? 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 <laughs> yeah, that's like when I worked at Rite Aid uh, near downtown. I had a guy talk to me. He's like, "Yeah, stadium in." He was like, "Jeremiah Plunkett tried to hit my son," and I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, he's a, uh, you know, he's having, you know, funny bad guy." And he's like, "No, he really was. And if he does, I'm gonna whip his ass." I was like, "I." He, I'm pretty sure he's not trying to hit your son, and this dude was convinced that he was going to whoop Plunk his ass. (laughs) He was super convinced, and I was like, all right, man, whatever. But yeah, people who – There's only so many places that you can watch a guy try to jump off a turnbuckle, ram his head into the ceiling. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, yes. Great. But it's it's so glorious when it happens. It's like – to me, I feel like people compare like pro wrestling to like music a lot, like musicians – and like uh, the different tiers of venues that way. But to me, it's a lot more like stand up comedy, whether it's, you know, where it's like there's the club level, then there's the theater level, and then there's the arena level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the club level is like Centervilles and like, you know, open mics and like that kind of thing. And then you got the theater Bars. level, kind of like the GCW impact, kind of like there are eyes if you want this product and you really love it, you can see this. And then there's the arenas, there's the Netflix specials, those kind of things. And that's the WWE. Like to me, but there's different styles. Like you don't, you do not, you will not see a Netflix special with a guy doing a bunch of crowd work. Like it's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's the same thing with pro wrestling. Like they don't do a bunch of those like, even when you go to like, uh, not just like in the South, like if you go to like an upstate, like New York indie show, like there's so much crowd work. Like there's yeah, so much. I mean, it's just a much more theatrical endeavor, you know, yes. artistically speaking. Yeah. It just yeah, is. It's more intimate and you have to, it's right. like you're that close. You have to do that or it's just going to be fucking boring and lame if you're just not working the crowd yeah. and they're that close to you and you can hear like actually everything they're saying. I will say, speaking of some of those mid-level ones, though, uh, old MLW, I'm getting, I'm starting to get convinced that Court Bauer listens to the podcast because they just announced that they're signing Akira. Yeah, so they got Akira oh, and Alex go. Kane. If they sign, Jaden, bros are next. Yeah, if they sign Jaden or the Gotchas, then he's a fan. He must be. Well, you know, you got three writers that are great here that we can, uh, you know, <laughs> even though you know we're about to end season five, so we'll be, we'll have some free time. We can write your show. Um, it'd be great. We'd be really good at it. I'm sure. We love your roster, by the way. Big I am fans. looking forward to seeing Blood and Thunder. Uh, I think that there's oh, going to be a be lot great. of sleepers. Uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. versus our boy Alex Kane. I mean, come on, like that's good. And Billy Starks is debuting, and she just read, she just worked AEW as well. Yep. Yeah. Like, and she just worked Japan. So yeah, she's been a. 
He's getting up there. Getting dude. Up there. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of them. One of them. Yeah, my first ever time doing commentary, right? Me and you, Jesse, we called a match of hers. Uh, was that was the second, time? second show, yeah. Second show, yeah, because that also show had Alex Kane, Brian Pillman Jr., sandbagging. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would have had Ace Austin, too. Ace Austin, yeah, and literally all these wrestlers, everybody was nice, shook hands, talked, except for Brian Pillman Jr. He was being a cool guy. Oh, he's so cool. Captain he's Ice so cool. Cold, baby. Yeah. Ice cold. Sandbagging the other wrestlers, not talking to everybody in the back, just brushing his mullet in the corner. One of them. Ugh. Man, okay, listen. We got to do a little bit more fantasy booking here before we get out of here. Um, so we're talking about the Royal Rumble. I know we're going to bunny trail back to that. Um, Cody Rhodes, I think that with – I mean, he might be in the Rumble. Okay, listen. I, I like Jesse's idea, and so let's run with that. Like, like maybe he comes to the Rumble. He's not even in the Rumble. He gets a, a bigger match or whatever, and, like, that's, that's what he, he does, right? So he's not in the Rumble. There's been a lot of speculation and a lot of talk about Sami Zayn and like the Daniel Bryan similarities and like the world is behind Sami Zayn right now. Does Sami Zayn win the Royal Rumble to face Roman Reigns in the main event? Does that happen? That would be amazing. I would love that. The only reason I think that it might not happen is because I don't feel like WWE brass feels like the Zayn bloodline thing has run its course yet. I think that I, they, I agree. They can get more juice out of that without having the turn happen now. Plus, you don't have to have that happen at Mania for it to be a huge deal. I agree. And I think they need more, more. Yeah. But then to me, I don't, I don't think Roman Reigns loses. And then you get as big of a payoff with Sammy. You see what I'm saying? It depends on what he loses. That's true. That's true. I really do like the idea of him losing one belt. I love that idea. The other one. And then he does some big thing at Mania. God knows against who and like whatever. And like, you know, we all know Cody's a fan of setting up those fucking like best of three series type matches and shit like that. And we could end up getting that program run its course throughout the first half or the first two thirds of the year, you know, in terms of the bigger shows. No matter what, no matter who gets the belt or whatever, I'm just hoping that they change the designs of the titles or switch it up a little bit because I'm tired of this goddamn big old W logo. It's that's 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 a horrible belt. It's It's a bad belt. It sucks. Yeah, I agree. Like bring back the big gold or just make a new design that's yeah. like maybe more modern but man. still have do some something. old school vibes. Yeah. Remember when you just had good championship belts? Like do that. I think the idea of too like putting your actual logo like I don't like the the worst part of the AEW title belt is like this awesome like elegant traditional belt and then the AEW modern title like right in the middle. Like yeah. Just put like a world with like some lions or something, you know, like you don't like you, you the AEW is on the map. It's on everything else. Like you don't you don't I, I don't I don't like that's the only thing I don't like. Same thing with WWE does is like the fucking worst part. The whole thing is the logo. Like that's yeah, the that's whole why thing. it's just so like, gaudy and just ugly. It's so gaudy. I agree. I agree. But best, again, belt, the best belt right now design wise is that all Atlantic championship. That is such oh, a, a such a pretty belt. The UK championship, I think, was one of the best ones they've yep. the WWE's ever had. Beautiful. It essentially belt. was like that same outline design just with more detail. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Which was fun. I don't. Belt. I don't mind the angle of like almost like the box, almost like a home plate type. Yeah, no, that's, I don't mind that's the angle fine, of it. That's you cool. You can do a lot with that. It's just yeah. wide. I agree. I agree. Remember when I they agree. first came I out with the belt, it was like, oh, it was made by West Coast Choppers or West. Like, <laughs> and I also I want I want the nameplate back too. I think that's important. Like, I know that I, even though my favorite belt of all time, the Winged Eagle, did not have the nameplate. I I like the nameplate. I think it's cool. Yeah, I don't like the side plates. I don't like the side plates at all. The side plate like, thing's stupid. It so looks like stupid. some fucking karate fighter shit from the early nineties. It and it looks Legoy, like you can tell that like they're changing. Like, I, it should be a, it should be reverent. It shouldn't you shouldn't it shouldn't be a little a trinket that you can swap out the hubcaps on. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, right? It's ridiculous. But you know what? What do I know? Okay, listen. Last, last question, right? Because I think that the, those are the two big ones. So I'll, I'll, let's get let's get some takes here, right? Sami Zayn is is the is the argument from all the marks could could win. Cody, obviously, whatever. Give me give me somebody out of nowhere that would kind of make sense. I just don't know when there's a lot of people that are on that roster that I'm not sure when they're due back from injuries. So I don't really know. You know what I mean? Um, I I could see them running with a Kevin Owens, even though I think at this point that's not the right idea. Okay. But, you know, I could see it happening for Solid sure. Solid choice, though. Solid choice. You know, oh, uh, I wish Big E was due back because honestly, oh. I could totally see that being a thing. But I think he's got a while to go. I don't think he's going to wrestle again. I he, think may, he may not. 
which is unfortunate because I fucking love that dude. But oh, absolutely. But he had a great run. I mean, he actually got oh, the yeah. belt too. I mean, he had a great run. Oh, of course he did. Man, well, I would say man. Seth Rollins, but he just got hurt. Just hurt his knee again. I know. Which fucking is unfortunate because he hurt. was on a fucking tear. He was oh. awesome. One of the best years, best year he's had since the Authority, bar yeah. none. Best year he's had since the Authority. Fucking Styles is hurt now. Yes, yeah, Styles is hurt. His first ever uh, surgery, but that's still going to be first one. surgery ever. Yeah. He said it wasn't going to be surgery. Oh, no, no he's not, yeah, it's not going to be surgery, but it was yeah. his first like break he's ever had. It's like, still, still going to be like nine months or something. Yeah, it's like still going to be a long time. Yeah. Man, there's not, think about it. WWE is kind of low on like superstars that could do it. Randy Orton's got a back injury. He, they said he's probably not coming back anytime soon. I mean, Ooh. Champa's got to be due back at some point, right? That is, he's not. But that's not world title. Like, that's, he's not ready for the world title scene. No, he's not, but I think he could probably elevate a mid-carder, though. I mean, He'd be like, a nice surprise. He'd be a nice one of those three randos that we're talking about. You know, they never win, and they shouldn't. Yeah. Like, I, I would like to see old Finn Balor back in the main event scene. That wouldn't be bad. I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't I'll hate tell it. tell you, fucking, uh, I know they're not going to do it, but I think it would be awesome if they brought Sean Waltman in this year. For the Rumble? Yeah. He's cleared. Yeah. I think it would be really cool. I, that like, would be cool. Can you imagine if that fucking DX music hit in the middle of the fucking Rumble? Is it going like, to be the DX music or the Bow Xbox? Well, that's what I mean. His, yeah. his era DX music. Like his Bow. theme, but that era. You know, Certainly that not Uncle Fucking Cracks. When you're really hungry? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it would be, it would be, it would straight up be DX. It would be the old school DX theme. That's what they would do. It's Royal Rumble. They're, they're going to use his most iconic theme. He would be a great one-off too. Like that'd be a great yeah. surprise. People would love it. He comes in, and gets his shit out with like, I don't know, LA Knight or whoever's in the ring, Bring and in just like PJ Polacco, get uh, your boy from uh, NXT and do a uh, X Factor reunion. No, absolutely well, not. I'm hardly opposed to that. Um, Disco, Disco Inferno. No thanks. And no thanks. I <laughs> there's a lot up in the air by the way about Big Show's contract with AEW. It's been very quiet, and rumor has it he didn't even sign a full year. So it could be Big Show, and I feel like that'd be solid. Like yeah, I, I wouldn't hate Tony it. Khan to just dust him back off over to the old E. They're not using him for jack shit. Yeah, and it's like you know what I mean. Like let him go. Let him be salted. Money off of him. Yeah, like, and they uh, yeah. He still like, does commentary though on uh one of the dark shows, right? Yeah, but I mean I wouldn't know. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean he's just not being utilized which is the story of his entire career. But um, yeah, for me, um, I'm going the rock guys. I think it's going to be the rock. I think the rock is going to win the Royal Rumble. I I, I mean, you say, but it would be badass. It would be badass. And honestly, like the program would be really good leading the mania, especially with Zane involved. It would be so good. Like with Zane involved. Yes. I just don't really. And like, I know everybody knows Brock can fucking pull a lot of out of his hat and stuff, but like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on Roman. I just have no interest in seeing that match in the ring. I just don't like, it just doesn't strike me as though it would be good. I like, it would be phenomenal. uh, I don't know. I don't, hey. I don't. I don't understand how you say that. I just like. Did you forget that The Rock was good in the ring? I know he was good in the ring, but I'm saying if he stages a comeback and goes against Roman, I just don't think stylistically that the two of them are going to be <sighs> able to put on the level of whatever everybody thinks this is going to be. Like, I fully disagree. I fully. But but that's why if we have old ass Hulk Hogan and The Rock can do it. In shape, The Rock and Roman and Roman Reigns can do it. Ah, you're they talking about do it. a fucking metaverse of difference with that match, like and just the circumstances surrounding that time frame it's in not the not that different, honestly. It's really it's not now. Different. We're just old. We were, yeah, fun. we're we're just old now, and we're and you know we were younger then. Hogan and Rocky had two guys that could just look at the crowd one way, and it was a fucking eruption. Rock and Roman, you have one that can definitely do it, and one that only sometimes has the same kind of reaction. Only sometimes. At Roman does not against the Rock, though. But he's gonna happen. be heel, mega heel. They're gonna boo the fuck out of him. Oh, that, it, yeah, agreed. Like I, I know, I see what you're saying, Jesse, and I agree. Like it's not like like the Rock or Hogan could have done that with pretty much anybody on the roster in O2 and gotten the same kind of crowd reaction for sure. I see what you're saying, and Roman can't do that with everybody. But with the Rock at Mania, I think he could definitely fill that fill that role. Definitely. I also have no fucking interest in seeing the Rock in a title match at Mania. Just because it doesn't make any fucking goddamn sense at of all. Of course it does. If, if they put on an amazing match and he loses, it make it's great. 
It's great. Ugh, I don't know. It's I bad if he wins, though. I will agree. It's If The Rock wins, that's bad. One yeah, thing we may get to see in the Royal Rumble, because I'm almost positive Stone Cold's going to be in the Rumble. He, he's he been posting training videos like every day for like the past two to three months. I mean, everybody. He, he's not, he's not just getting, off, he ain't, he ain't like, getting in this good shape. And he respects the no business, reason. too, man. Like, it really, it's in his, I mean, dude, like, that dude does nothing but gush over pro wrestling. And he's a <laughs> massive celebrity. And, like, he will, he will not come, he would not do it at all if he was not ready to go in the ring. Right. Oh, yeah, totally. So and they've been teased I, it. They even teased it on Young Rock, Roman versus Rock. How can you not do they the literally match? Teased it has it. to happen at some point. And if it's going to happen, now is the time. Now is the time. The Rock yeah. is not getting any younger. Yep. I just and Black Adam yep. didn't do that well. He has to have some time off. He ain't doing shit with DC for a while. He's been kicked off of that whole thing. Yeah, apparently. He's probably he going to join Marvel. He a fucking coup, and they, they weren't having that shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably joining the Marvel Universe. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know, though, because that's – think about this. The Rock has never had a movie with a big director because he wants to control everything. Think about that. He's only ever made movies with, like, random whoever so his team form. can come in I mean, and run shit. Really and Marvel, he did a lot of those Fast and Furious movies, and he had no control over that. There's like 47 of those. He didn't have anything. He, he was only in, like, two of them. I don't know. There's, like, 12. I think he was, like, in, he was like, only in, like, no, two, about, and then he got the spin They're doing 10. Like, 10 is going to be – let's, like – F10 or whatever is like the last one. The last one I saw was Tokyo Drift. I don't I the last one I saw that I remember was the first one, the yeah, very first one. I no, know Tokyo Drift, I'll never forget that one because uh the kid from Home Improvement is like the first racer in the movie. <laughs> oh yeah. The oldest kid from Home Improvement? Yeah, the, the one that like has beat up like five girls now. <laughs> what? <It's> the worst. <laughs> I remember, I remember, by the way, I love the word like just bunny trailing here because I'm just now rewatching Home Improvement for the first time. It's a great quality sitcom. Oh no, dude! When I had no cable and I had antenna, I watched the fuck out of Home Improvement, dude. Great quality sitcom. It's a good show. Hey, we agree on something. And so is uh also a no cable Third Rock from the Sun. I watched that whole show. I used to fucking love Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, they're aliens. It was it was fucking great. I never I uh, never watched it before. No, Joseph I don't Gordon think Levin so, was great. French Stewart was great. They were all all four of the principals are great. And John Lithgow, like you can oh. put him in anything. I yeah, he is great. He is great. And Gordon Joseph Levitt's great. Probably best and, child uh, actor of all. Oh time. yeah, that '70s show. I watched that also with no uh, no uh, antenna, and that was a that was a good one too. Up until seen, a certain point. Have you seen the trailer for that '90s show, the Netflix trailer? I've heard of it, but I haven't seen the trailer. I heard they're all the coming trailer back. The trailer looked like. I wasn't even that like I I've seen enough of the, like I'm I've never I've never watched every episode I've never binged that '70s show but I watched it like on TV when it was on like around yeah, yeah. that time yeah me too and so like sure. it was an I, I never it was never my favorite but like I liked it it was okay um, but seeing that like Netflix it's it looks like the show is gonna be really good it looks like it's gonna be really good yeah I think everybody's coming back except for uh, what's his name who got the rape charge the raper yeah yeah what's his the, name uh, it was, it was Hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Masterson, yeah. Which yeah, sucks because he was a Danny great character. Raperson. Yeah, he was a great character, but yeah. was what it was. Yes, indeed. Well, boys, now that we've talked about some rapists to end the show, I think it's a great time to just sign off here, all right? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, so you can always find the show at kfabe.com. Um, it's uh, pretty much on TikTok and Twitter and the kfabe.com pod on – wait, on TikTok. And then kfabe.com on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. My yes. bad. Um, I, I, are we making TikTok still? Are we doing that? I haven't because uh, my job, my old job, I had time to make them, and now I got got to work a lot more. So we also haven't done a show in two weeks. That's true. Yeah, it's been two weeks. So thanks for hanging out, guys. We we did a full show for you though, and I like I like this format by the way. Like the games are fun sometimes, but this is great. I love just bullshitting, and now we're just talking about stuff that we actually like, which is fun. Um, yeah, you can always find the show. Just you know what, find the show. If you're here, you're already fucking listening anyway. So yeah. just tell a friend. Subscribe to the show. That dude, that's the best thing you can do. You like share it and send it in the message. Like just call a buddy, know, your tell podcast a friend. App, send us in a text message to someone else and be like, hey, check the show out. That does more for the show than anything else possibly could. So do that. I'm super excited for the Royal Rumble. I swear to God, I'm gonna get back into wrestling gear. I'm starting to miss it now. This was a great like refresher. Um, man, you can always find me at Daniel Daybreak everywhere. You can find. At the Far Between Band, my brand new band that is about to put out our first single this year. It's 2023. This is our coming out year. we got a brand new music video. It's going to be awesome. Follow the Far Between, the Far Between Band on all your social media platforms. And Mr. Jesse Baker, where can folks find you? 
You can find me at Jesse Baker Nash on Instagram and Twitter, regular old Jesse Baker on Facebook. And you should send us all of your best raps about Jeff Jarrett and Kurt Angle's ex-wife. Mm, love that. Please do that. Yes. That was Wex good. Fucks on you. You can always find your boy Wex at Wex Breaking the Loss on all of your social media platforms. You know, I'll be popping off on there every now and then, you know, tweeting about wrestling, some maybe some Titans, uh, the Grizzly, something like Jeff that. But, uh, Tennessee Dobbs Titans this Saturday. We got to get that win to win the division, make it the playoffs. But if we lose, we're going to get a top 10 draft pick. So it's like it's a win-win situation. I and they got old Dobbs. I hope they, they got him. balls legend Josh Dobbs. Resign him. Resign him now. Resign him now. He's already showed me enough. He's better than Malik. He's oh, younger. Yeah. He's younger than Tannehill. Sign him. Sign him now. Yeah. I'm not saying that he should be the guy next season, but he should be at least given a chance in training camp. Oh, he, sure. and, or he can at least be a bridge quarterback till we get another a better well, sure. draft pick the next year. Like Tannehill should be gone. I'd rather have Dobbs start next year and and still have another rebuilding year if they, if that's what you're doing. That's fine. Tannehill's got to go. Yeah. At this point, I think he's too old. I think he's gonna, he probably ain't going to come back from that ankle injury. And uh, Dobbs has never really got a chance to really do anything. So I'm de- definitely looking forward to that this Saturday. But, uh, yeah, hollering out at your boy Wix. Word. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Yep.